Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hi, I'm Nancy O'Brien from Bethel West Pasco, and I'm happy to be with you today as we read Mark chapter 8. In reading through this chapter, I see a repeated theme of people being unable to connect what Jesus has done in the past with what he was capable of doing in that moment. There was a crowd that needed to be fed, but the disciples couldn't think of any way to feed them, forgetting that Jesus had fed 5,000 people just two chapters ago. Pharisees demanded signs, ignoring the many signs and miracles that Jesus had already performed. Jesus tried to teach the disciples about avoiding corruption, but they're focused on their lack of bread, again ignoring the fact that for Jesus, clearly a shortage of bread is not an issue. I'm especially struck by how Jesus teaches the disciples in verses 14 through 21. He tries to teach them about corruption, but they're whispering to each other about bread. So he stops the lesson and chastises them, saying, do you not remember? Then he asks them to recall the details of the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000. What I find really interesting here is that he doesn't just recount the stories to them again. He prods them to remember the details. He asks them, when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets did you take up? And they answered 12. And the seven for the 4,000, how many baskets did you take up? And they answered seven. He's forcing them not just to hear, but actually remember what they had seen him do. Do you not remember? That question cuts to the heart of faith. Remembering what God has done in the past can give us confidence to move forward when things are uncertain, when things are confusing, when things are beyond our control. But when things are tough, it can be hard to remember. It's difficult to believe in that moment that God is working things for good, or at least it can be for me. About four years ago, the company I worked for was going out of business, and I was going to lose my job. I was really stressed. I'd been with that company for 10 years, and I didn't know where I was going to find a new job, and I wasn't even sure how to start looking. I remember one day I went for a walk with a coworker who was also a Christian, and we talked about how concerned we were for the future, how uncertain everything seemed to be, and honestly how scared we were. But as we talked, we shared stories about how we had ended up at that company. We each remembered examples of ways that God had worked in our lives to put us in that place. It seemed less scary to not know the future when it was clear that God had led us to where we were. Why were we afraid if God had been faithful previously to take care of our needs? Now, I'm not saying that God providing me with a job in the past was a guarantee that my next job would just appear, but it is a guarantee that God is working in my life and that He will lead me where I need to go. And I know that remembering how He had been faithful before gave me courage to believe that He would be faithful again. It strikes me that there were multiple disciples with Jesus in the boat in verse 14, and they had been there when He multiplied bread for 5,000 people and then again for 4,000 people, and yet none of them brought that up. If just one of them had mentioned it, they all would have remembered that there was no need to worry about bread. Jesus would provide for them as he had before. But they were so focused on their current circumstances and their own limitations that they weren't able to remember what Jesus had done previously. Later in the chapter, Jesus asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? And Peter replies, you are the Christ. Now, I don't know what Peter's answer to that question would have been earlier in this chapter, but I do know that the disciples were not acting as if Jesus was the Christ. And perhaps having been provoked by Jesus to reflect on what he had done in the past, their confidence in who he was and what he would do in the future was strengthened. When life gets hard, I want to encourage you to take time to remember ways that God has moved in your life previously. And if you can't remember, talk to someone, talk to a friend, someone to help you remember those times in your own life, and maybe to share times in their lives that God has been faithful also. Together we can bolster each other's faith, 
soften our hearts, and lift our eyes above our current situation to see the truth of God's presence throughout our lives. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for eyes to see and ears to hear all of the ways that you have been faithful in our lives in the past and to stand firm in the knowledge that you will always be faithful to give us, not the things we want, but the things that you know we need. That the knowledge of your faithfulness will embolden us to trust you to lead us along the right path, even when we can't see the destination. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.